Hello, 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 and good morning, good morning, people, and welcome to the Early Morning Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in with us this morning as we conversate about the latest sports topics that has taken place from this past week and will be upcoming this week. Uh, it is always a blast to have you all tune in and participate with us every weekend. As a reminder that every week we always like to begin our podcast a reminder our audience that the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast can be found on Facebook via the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast page. So we have two pages, one where you have the podcast page and then one where you have a sports discussion group. Either one doesn't matter. On Spotify as the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, YouTube, which we have uploaded videos uh, from the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, Apple Podcasts, or, you know, any other venue where you can find your local podcast. So you can just look us up as the Early Morning Sports Talk Podcast, as well as our own Facebook pages via Brandon Price and Jamar Goodman. Today is October 2nd, 2021, and we have yet again seen an interesting week in the sports world. But we saw, yes, uh, Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears look abysmal last weekend against the Cleveland Browns, uh, leaving the starting quarterback position in up or leaving it up in the air, leaving all type of questions um, regarding offensive line and who's going to start. Um, it's even been uh, noted uh, via around the sports world that uh, Matt Nagy hasn't named a starter yet as of uh, yesterday. And so that is very interesting. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, on the other hand, uh, make an impressive comeback against a very young and weak-looking uh, Jaguars team um, on all phases, including the coaching of Urban Meyer. Um, MLB division races coming down to the wire, including the National League West, uh, Mr. Chris Ford, and uh, the American League wild card. Very good stuff going on, especially with the NL West, man. Like, those are two juggernauts going at it. Um, the Chicago Sky in the midst of a heated uh, playoff battle, and now best of three series with a chance to have a spot in the WNBA Finals, Mr. Jamar Goodman, as well as the Los Angeles Rams. Um, and it bothers me to say this, but for marketing purposes, I'll say it. Matthew Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams have resembled the greatest show on turf in their first three weeks. But before we begin on this wonderful Saturday morning, it is, <laughs> what are you clapping for, Jamar? But before we begin our podcast on this wonderful Saturday morning, it is important we introduce our guest, Mr. Chris Ford. We welcome you back, my brother. Thanks again for coming with us on the show. Got us on mute. Oh, what's going on? Gotcha. Yes, thank you for joining us, joining us, my brother. And so I appreciate you being here, man. Yes, thank you, my friend. Additionally, introducing my brother from another mother, Mr. Jamar Goodman. Good morning. How are you, sir? Good morning. I'm excellent. How are you doing? Good, 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 man. Yes. And so with uh the first and foremost uh section of our uh show, uh Chris Ford, we Generally start off with the, the Bears. And so the Chicago Bears looked abysmal last weekend, giving up uh, at least over seven sacks in one football game. Uh, Justin Fields ran for his life the entire game. Um, the offensive line couldn't block a parked car. Um, the defense did the most they could, but I just felt they got worn out, guys, uh, because the offense was that abysmal. Um, outside of the first drive, um, and after that, it just went downhill. And so after watching last weekend's game, 
Uh, just curious, Jamar, we'll begin with you and then, Chris, you can uh, step in. Uh, give me your thoughts on last weekend's game because you uh, are one of the people that have been advocating for this kid to get out there and go through the hard times, right? Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do you smell something burning? <laughs> smell like leather and somebody sitting on the seat right now because it's, it's pretty hot. It, it's, it's burning up in here. Look. The defense played well enough to win that game. The offense couldn't even couldn't even get out the house. They, they, they couldn't. They couldn't even get halfway down the street. Couldn't even get out the house. I get it now. <laughs> the offense couldn't get out the house. <laughs> and so, look, I, I can't remember last week you were talking about, like, you know, grading Justin Fields, and I said, wait till after this game, and I can grade – I can't even grade him because he was set up for complete failure. Complete failure. He – Nagy did not design anything to his strengths. You didn't see any play action. You didn't see any RPOs. You didn't see any re-options. You didn't see any bootlegs. You, you screen passes, nothing. Nothing. You basically set up a game plan like he was a, a 100% pocket passer, like he was uh, Andy Dalton. That's, that's what you set the game plan up to be. And so let alone let, – so let's just say, for instance, that Andy Dalton did start that game last week. That man would have got – he would have got murdered. He would have got killed. He would have been a sacrificial lamb for real. It, it, it was that bad, bro. Like, like you didn't even, like, have an extra tight end or uh, anything to, to like, double-team Miles Garrett or Javadian Clowney. You you didn't have any of that. You just let that man go out there and, and, and try to kill him. That, that's what happened. Like, he had less than two seconds to throw the ball. If that ball wasn't out in two seconds, he was on the turf. He, he, dude, he his had clock. a very short time frame, but I think that's one of Andy Dalton's strengths is he gets rid of the rock really fast. I think the Bears would have had a way better chance with Andy Dalton. But like, here's here, but here's the thing, though. Like, Dalton or not, like, it could have been freaking Dan Marino. Like, he was going to get murdered. It didn't matter who was back at quarterback. They was going to get murdered. Like, they was in the backfield as soon as you said, hey, it, it was that bad. You didn't run the ball like you should. You just kept dropping them back to get murdered. Like, like what? I can't even think of one play that was used to his skill set to, to take advantage of, of you know, his, his abilities to avoid that gruesome front four of theirs. I, I can't think of one. It was that heartbreaking. But like I mentioned, defense played well enough to win. They, they, kept, they kept them at bay. And just looking at the Browns, like, throughout the course of the game until the Browns eventually broke it open. Like, the game plan that the Browns had, that should have been the game plan that Matt Nagy should have used for Justin Fields. They ran the ball, play action, got the offensive line, doing misdirection to keep the defense on their toes, getting wide open looks down the field. And as you saw on Monday, the, the whole nation was calling for this man's job. Like, the Bears never get, never get national attention unless it's something, like, extremely well or extremely bad. And you have Dan Orlowski over here calling for his job, Owen Cruz and Lance Briggs and Alex Brown, former Bears, calling for his job. It's dude, Lance Briggs on Twitter was like Naggy gonna nag. That that was that 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 was that was his tweet. So Naggy gonna nag. Yep. So <laughs> so basically at the end of the day, like I don't even know how the man still has a job. I just know one thing, and I know we'll get to it in a second. Let 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 him lose tomorrow. Let him lose tomorrow. That, that's that's we'll Talk about that shortly. We'll talk about that shortly. Chris, um, I know you're not a Bears fan, but I, you're associated with Bears fans. 
you kind of have no choice but to get the news and, and listen in and see all right. of what has been happening. So I know you are aware. Uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, yeah, I'm not a Bears fan, but everybody likes a good comedy show, right? <laughs> Look, man. Wow. I, I don't... <laughs> I don't get it. Like, I feel like the dude's the dude's offensive playbook was drawn up by a kindergartner with some crayons, man. Mm. Dude, he got he got no idea what he's doing on the offensive end. And you've seen it before where the offense runs better when he don't call plays. When he's not calling plays, the offense looks so much better. Yeah. Uh That's the Bear, Bears defense is knowingly historic. They play great, but Hey, look, I, I was hoping, you know, I'm a Justin Fields fan. I was hoping for something good, man. But I felt bad for the dude because there was literally nothing he could do. He couldn't showcase anything, anything on Sunday at all. Yeah. And like so, it, it, it felt like a setup. It felt like a setup. It really did. It felt like a setup. Yeah. Um, and that's, and you, you say that, Chris, uh, my brother, uh, Pillar Price stated that he said it felt like a setup, like it was like preordained, like they did that on purpose or something. But, um, I'm just curious, Jamal, like, you don't think that that's just the good Cleveland Browns? I mean, it, I feel like it was a perfect storm. Like Cleveland, you know, played extremely like, well, probably to their, to their apex here. And, the Bears basically just handed them a five-course dinner with appetizers, you know, salad, uh, steak, come back around with some, they, with they some pasta. With dinner, like, bro. When that, when that poor boy even had a chance to get away, bro, <laughs> Miles, Miles Garrett was right on his shoe. Dude, and he, and he said, I think Miles Garrett said after the game, like, he was surprised that they didn't have Justin Fields, you know, you know, run more and do more of his, like, thing. Like, when you got the opposing – team saying that after the game like hey as a head coach for the best like what are you doing man what are you doing it, it is so, go go ahead jamar um we, we got a comment from our brother jeremy thomas man i'm just saying man like what are you doing and what what, what jeremy got to say but then again they do have no no conspiracy dude, nah, no was, conspiracy hurt, dude was hurt he had to play but then again, they do have foes. Foles would have died on the same hill as Andy Dalton if he was out there. <laughs> well, foes probably would have been even worse, man. It would have, it would have been, you know. And so, um, yeah, he stays nagging. needs to go. Um, Absolutely. We'll talk about that shortly. Um, yeah. The Bears, guys, for me, I mean, look, that first drive, I don't know if you've seen the full game, Chris. The first drive, brother, like, it was like, oh, man, like, we own Jamal. Like, yeah, we drove down the field. We almost scored. <laughs> it was, we were right there. Like, I'm like, yeah, uh, the Bears might be surprising some folks this year, boy. And then after that, it just it turned into, like, <laughs> bro, we, we, we're nothing good for as a, as a trailer to a movie, man. <laughs> with that opening drive. The opening drive for the first three games has, has started out well and it went downhill. That's perfect. It was it was just like, yeah, it was sort of like a lead on, right? Like a big big lead on. Oh man. And so yeah, um the Bears right like now. Um, yeah, Chris, you are right, man. Like in a way, like the Bears are like a big 
they're like a big show. Like they're like a show, Jamar. Like you, you state that they don't get national attention. They get a lot of national attention, bro. Like now they, they do. Really do. And when the Bears are winning, they get a ton of national attention. Last year they got a lot of attention because the questions of Matt Nagy were similar last year, right? Like, you know. Mitchell Trubisky, having him in the quarterback situation, that made a lot of news. Um, and now with Justin Fields is like being this savior, this is what came to my mind. I'm like, I hope, I hope the Bears organization don't mess this kid up. Like, we've done this to so many people, so many quarterbacks. I just hope the Bears don't do the same thing to this kid, Jamar, because if so, I'm going to be really hurt because this kid got a lot of potential. Big time yeah. potential. You know, and I, I just hope the Bears organization don't do it to this kid, not this kid. You know, we've, you know, we've we've ran so many people out of town. And then also when they leave Chicago, they tend to do better. And so, like, I just hope that we don't go through the same thing with this kid. But this brings up the point, Jamar. If we got to go through this with this kid this year, somebody got to be the sacrificial lamb. Somebody got to be the sacrificial lamb, which is Matt Nagy. And so, speaking of Matt Nagy, guys, let's say hypothetically, right? Tomorrow I'm coming home from church and I'm listening to the Bears game and, you know, things like that. Um, On the basis of playing odds here, will the seat uh, for Matt Nagy, if we lose to the Detroit Lions at home, become hot? Or is he fine – until the end of the season. So Jamar, is it neither one of those? Is the seat hot or is it fine until the end of the season? What do you predict uh, will be the headlines in Chicago come Monday morning? What's the headlines in Chicago? If, If he lose at home to the Detroit Lions, this is the Detroit Lions who we have owned. This is the Detroit Lions who are the bottom feeders of this division. The Detroit Lions who traded away their prized possession to get uh, somebody that's not even equal value at quarterback. The Detroit Lions who don't even have a number one or number two or number three wide receiver. Their receivers are TJ Hawkinson, which is a tight end, and DeAndre Swift, which is a running back. Those are their two receivers. You lose to them. You lose to them. The headline is going to be Nagy. Delta Airlines out of town. That, that, that's what it's going to be. He is gone. His test is, is, is over. There's no coming back from losing to the Detroit Lions at home whatsoever. Just, it's over. Get him out of here. Have a box for him. Have security for him. I, 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 heavily, feel, I heavily feel, Chris, um, and I'm, I'm pretty much in the same boat as Jamar. If Matt Nagy loses tomorrow, that seat is becoming scorching hot. Like, the headlines around Chicago are going to really start to rumble. You know how, like, Jamar, you're sitting at a table and you hear rumblings, and you're like, okay, those are rumblings. But then those rumblings begin to grow. Like, that's what this is going to be. It's going to be some seriously heavy rumbles around Chicago. And I believe that it'll be Nagy's on the hot seat. Nagy's on the hot seat with him calling plays, looking like he's trying to be a genius. That's what's going to be the headlines. That seat is going to become extremely hot. 
And um, if he loses, let's say if they get blown out, Jamar, if they get blown out, then yeah. Yeah. And he might as well go live on the sun, bro. He might as well go live on the sun. <laughs> That's how hot it's going to be. He might as well go live on the sun. You can't lose to the Detroit Lions. And they at home, right? Yeah, they at home. Oh, yeah. You can't. He might not even make it out of that place if That's he loses the Detroit Lions at home. You better get security to back him up. <laughs> get out. He better yes. write his last will and testament. Uh, <laughs> tell, tell his family that they love him. Because for real, it's uh, it's gonna get ugly. Yeah, man. Um, this is uh something that uh is it's not. It don't even take a rocket scientist, y'all, to predict this. Um. But it's very obvious. If it happens, this this is what's going to be, you know, the scenario. And so, um, yes. But Chris Ford, you came on this show. We came to talk. And so I know you're in the midst of doing daddy duties and things like that. And so um, I came here um, to clarify some things. Oh, and so boy. first and foremost, let's <laughs> talk about this Matthew Stafford. Scenario. Uh, this is something that you've been waiting on and a number oh, yeah. of other folks have been waiting on. And so I want to start with you. I want to get your explanation of how you felt. Jamar, what are you doing? Like, I'm just relaxing. Your explanation <laughs> on how you felt or what you thought I was interpreting when it came to Matthew Stafford. Look, man. You, you, wouldn't, get, you wouldn't get my guy no play. You, you kind of just you, you played him, man, and I talk, we tried to tell you the last time I was on him that when the season started, Matthew Stafford was going to be doing big things, and I called the game last week. I I, I knew they was winning. I, I just knew I knew they was winning. I knew it was it was no doubt in my mind they was going to win that game, and the boy showed out. He showed but out. But Matthew man. Stafford definitely showed out. And so, yes, Chris Fort, Victor Young, Philip Price, even my own brother, my other brother, Pierre Price. <laughs> Jamar Everybody Gilman, can't be wrong, man. Everybody uh, can't be wrong. Uh, Anthony Walsh, everybody, right? Um, that tend to know football has stated that Matthew Stafford uh, with this L.A. Rams team will show out and allow for uh, us to be like, wow, look at this team. And he's out of Detroit. Look what he's doing now. Guys, I never disagree with none of y'all on that. I've always, always known that this guy, Matthew Stafford, was a pretty damn good quarterback. I've known that. I just thought at times he does make mistakes. Maybe a lot of that, as Jamar stated, is definitely just associated with Detroit him being in certain situations in Detroit because Jared Goff was winning with the Rams and look what's going on in Detroit now, like 0 and 3, um, and you know could be on for tomorrow. This is why that's a lot riding on tomorrow because if you lose to Detroit, like oh, and so basically, I knew that Matthew Stafford y'all would be great with this team. My only thing is this. Jared Goff led this team to the Super Bowl. Last year, he led them to the divisional round. My thing is, with Matthew Stafford, if he get all these stats, y'all, 
and win these games, but then come playoff time, they don't get past the second round. That's my issue here. My question is going to be like, what, what, what have you really accomplished here? Like, you know, you've always had the great defense. That's going to carry you, of course. Now you've got an explosive offense, but I know some great defenses out there that will be licking their chops for that L.A. Rams. And so my thing is if you don't get past that second round and if you don't make that conference championship or if you don't, you know, at least have a fight in that divisional round, then what are you really accomplishing here? That's my point. I, I feel you on that. I, I feel like if, uh, uh, as long as they don't have to see the Rams, uh, not the Rams, the, the Buccaneers, you know, again before the end of that. Uh, no, Chris. I think as long as they don't have to see the Buccaneers or Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I'm not worried about Aaron Rodgers. Discount, and, discount double, discount double dude. Uh, I'm not. Right. I, I think they. I think they gonna. I think he'll take them out. But if they don't have to see the Buccaneers until then, I think they'll be fine. The Buccaneers are gonna be tough to beat, man. I mean, it, it's Tom Brady. As much as I hate Tom Brady, it is the, the Buccaneers is gonna be tough to beat. And I think that they can beat them and actually make it a really good game for sure. But you know, you got to see what a matchup's like. Right. You have, you have to see what the matchups are. But um, I tell you what, one thing we've known about Tom Brady is no matter um, who it is, um, you probably can beat that man in a regular season. But you best believe when it comes to the playoffs, he is going to make adjustments against you. Uh, we exactly. Seen, I mean, as example, like New Orleans, like they, they stumped all over the Buccaneers, you know, like beat all on them. Then the playoffs came and it was just like, damn. You know, like, but then again, it was like, okay, are you really surprised here? This, this is what this man does. And so um, the Rams, I think their success, guys, and this is only week four of the NFL, but their success uh, depends on whom. It depends on whom they play. They play, I think, Aaron Rodgers, or if they play uh, uh, Tom Brady, um, I think they'll be in trouble. They better hope Green Bay is not good and that Green Bay get ousted early. Because if they play them in the second round, I will be intensely worried. I will be intensely worried. They play Tom Brady, I will be intensely worried. Um, they'll put up a good fight. It'll be a good offensive showing. But those guys are dangerous. And so um, that's the one thing I'm waiting on Matthew Stafford. Give me that big game, brother, that big game. You showed me a big game against Tom Brady yesterday, but I need that big game in January. And from there, we'll see. Hmm. Yeah. That's why I met Jamar. Okay. Got All it. right. No, we, we right. good. We good. All right. We got I, some I, real got, I, got, I got Chris and Jamar on record here. It's curtains for A-Rod. Curtains. Hey man, we uh we've been thinking that man, but um, you know he came back last week and he was uh he was on it man. That that team's not good enough to win it all. It's presently constructed, but we'll see. He makes yeah, uh, they I mean they should have lost if, if week two and three, but yeah. he he gotta make snud out of something, you know like, um, so yeah, all right fellas, um, 
let's get into uh, the NFL power rankings. And so, Chris, I don't know if you have a top 10, but Jamar, um, if you got one, Chris, you can give it to us. Um, and Jamar, um, do you have a top 10 ranking as well? Because uh, I do, and um, it might be some surprises. But um, let's go. start with my NFL power rankings. I was like, you go ahead and go first. Okay. So uh, we got, you know, a number of teams right now in the NFL that, you know, are doing good, are playing great football. Um, and, you know, teams, it's early, right? It's early. And I'm going to say that definitely that it's early. And so um, let's start here first. Um, the number 10 team I got is the New Orleans Saints. Um, they, you know, looked abysmal last week, right? They looked terrible. Um, but when it came down to it, um, they defense showed up again. And so this team, um, I think it's orchestrated definitely towards the defensive side of the ball. Um, they'll win football games based off of that defense. And I think Jameis will, um, feed from that. That makes sense, fellas. Jameis will feed from that. And so um, I like what I'm seeing in New Orleans. Um, no disrespect to Carolina right now. Um, number nine, um, the Cincinnati Bengals, surprisingly. Um, Cincinnati, and I'm a Bears fan, um, they should have beat the Bears. Uh, you know, when it came down to this game, like the Bears defense showed up, but um, Cincinnati kind of woke up late. Um, you can see from this team, even though they're young, um, and I've been watching this kid, Jamar Chase. I thought he was on his way to being a bus. This kid can play some football, man. Um, you know, he's had some explosive plays, a lot of explosive plays. Like, his plays haven't been 10 yards. His plays have been 40, 50-yard-plus, you know, touchdowns, bombs. And so um, Cincinnati, um, could this team have a really bright future uh, with Joe Burrow? Uh, we'll see, but right now they're looking pretty impressive. Um, number eight, uh, the Buffalo Bills. Um, <laughs> I got Buffalo, y'all, I think, as a little bit uh, low, but um, them losing to the Steelers and then kind of watching the Steelers for the last two weeks, um, maybe it was a week one, you know, maybe they just highly underestimated the Steelers, I don't know. Um, but Buffalo appears to be waking up. And so as we progress, um, this team would definitely um, climb up the rankings because, you know, they're the Buffalo Bills. Um, number seven, though, above them, I got the Tennessee Titans. Um, they had their week one loss um, and, you know, they got woke up. Um, but Derrick Henry, the beast, woke up in week two. Um, he started to be exactly what we knew him to be. And when Derrick Henry runs that football uh, the Tennessee Titans are extremely difficult to beat. Um, it don't even matter who the receiver is. Those are luxuries because this team is built in between the tackles. They are built to physically intimidate you, bulldoze you, run you over, and overpower you. And as the game grows and as the game goes on, they tire you out. They wear you out. That is what Tennessee does. Um, and so thus far, they have uh, been very impressive. Um, number six. Uh, this might be a bit of a surprise, but I got the uh, Denver Broncos. Um, people sleep on Denver, y'all. Um, 
this team has a fantastic defense. Uh, these guys are very stingy. Um, tomorrow will tell us a lot about this Denver team. They are at home against Baltimore, um, against Lamar Jackson and those guys. And so uh, we'll see what happens with this game. Um, but if Denver wins this game, I'm telling you, Jamar Goodman, look out for the Broncos, brother, because um, they appear to be a very good football team. Um, number five, this might be a surprise again, the Oakland, well, sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I had this team as a sleeper. Um, and the reason why I had them as a sleeper is because um, I felt that they just gave up a lot of games last year because they were possibly young or because they, um, you know, didn't have necessarily that experience of winning. Um, and John Gruden at times, you know, uh, could be a little hard on players. Um, but, you know, right now um, things are clicking. I've always felt that Derek Carr was a very good quarterback. I've always felt that. And um, I still think this guy's a very good quarterback. And so um, it's very good to see that they're winning. Um, they play the Chargers tomorrow. And so if they win at, uh, you know, L.A., um, begin to look out for the Raiders, too, as a serious team. Um, number five, I got the Green Bay Packers. And, yes, the Green Bay Packers, um, you know, they got whooped week one. Um, you know, is it really a, a, a big surprise? Um, that, you know, they started out slow. They do that sometimes. We've seen that in the past with Aaron Rodgers. But what Aaron does is that he begins to pick things up. When Aaron picks things up, good morning, Darren. When he picked things up, that Green Bay team, regardless of who's that receiver or who's coaching or whatever, um, they tend to um, be strong. And so um, Green Bay Number five, they might be a little low for, um, or yeah, might be low for, you know, some people. Some people might feel this team is a lot higher. But, um, you know, I feel Green Bay's great, um, and I know what they offer. Um, number four, and yes, I don't give a damn what nobody says here, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep, they are one and two. They are one and two. They turned over the ball four times last week. But guess what, Chris? These previous two weeks, these are very winnable games. Um, I'm sorry. I just can't go batting against Patrick Mahomes here. Like, I can't. Um, I damn near want to put him in my top three um, because I know that as this season wanes alone, I already know what he's going to bring. I already know what's going to happen with uh, my boy, Patty Mahomes. So I got the one and two. <laughs> That's right. I got the one and two Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and my top five, um, number three, this might be a surprise again, but this team is lights out right now. Jamar, the Arizona Cardinals, uh, Kyler Murray, um, this man is becoming, well, he's tending to be what I thought he was. Um, and I said that once he really began to get himself together, that, um, this league will be in trouble. Um, those little feet, those little feet are clapping. Um, he is breaking out of tackles. He is running around a football field, Jamar, hitting people for 70, 80-yard bombs. Um, this offense, um, we talk about the Rams offense, Jamar. Are we paying attention to this Cardinals offense? Like, are we paying attention to their offense? Like, they are putting up mega points, Chris, mega points. And it just goes to show how uh, good this NFC West is because I ain't even got the 49ers in my top 10 
And they are not though, they are not that bad of a team either. Like they're not that bad of a team either. And so um Arizona, however, I feel they are right now on another level. And shout out to JJ Watt, man. He is holding things down, the old man over in Arizona. Um, these guys got some weapons. They got AJ Green. I forgot he was even in Arizona, but he's right now a possession receiver, big body, catching those passes. And then you already know what they offer with DeAndre Hopkins, you know, and they got a nice little backfield as well. And so his Arizona team is very explosive. Um, number two, and I have to put them at number two, even though they are the reigning defending Super Bowl champs. I got to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the only reason why they're number two is because they lost to the number one team, the L.A. Rams. That is Say that, that again. Say that again. Okay, yes. The <laughs> L.A. Rams for Matthew Stafford right now is the number one ranked team in the NFL. This team right now resembles the greatest show on turf. They are super explosive. Deshaun Jackson, y'all, is looking like he came back from the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, they are going up and down the field. Um, the Bears, I mean, literally, you saw what the Rams were. When soon as Matthew Stafford hit the field, I'm like, damn, like, I, I just immediately was like, yeah, I'm definitely wrong here because they went on a bomb the first play, boom, boom, like explosion. And so this team got a ton of weapons. They got the right quarterback distributing. They are battle-tested. They got the best defender in the NFL, arguably some might say the best overall player in the NFL in Aaron Donald. And then this guy, Jalen Ramsey, man, God, Lee, this dude is a beast. He is the truth. And so this LA Rams team right now is super loaded. And um, the way things are looking, man, I mean, they keep it up, Jamar. The Super Bowl might be another Super Bowl in L.A. Because it is going to be in L.A. And I don't know if you guys heard, Chris, but um, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, um, Kendrick Lamar, um, and two other uh, nice celebrities. Um, oh, I can't Eminem and uh, Mary J. Mary J. I mean, star-studded Super Bowl in L.A. And this is going to be in L.A. And so this will be uh, very interesting to see how this Rams team um, play the rest of this season. Because if so, it could be another home Super Bowl. All right. So... You know, I, I agree with your with your top two here. All right, but outside of that, we we definitely gonna pump the brakes on the Denver Broncos. That's what that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna pump the brakes on them. They 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 play nobody their next five games. After their next five games, we don't know what Denver Broncos team we got out here because it gets rough. All right. So I mean, if if the rankings if if I had like a top twenty rankings, Denver would be number eleven. They 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 fall outside my top ten. All right, so number 10, I got the Kansas City Chiefs out of respect because we know that they beat themselves those two games that they lost. We we know what this team is capable of, and I still have them winning the division by far, and I'm still not betting against this team. So when we get to the picks, you already know who I'm going with, whoever they play this week. Number nine, the Carolina Panthers. We're going to put some Carolina, respect on them. what? Pump the brakes on Carolina. No, 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 no. We, we are not. You know why? Because they actually Jeez. beat a quality team. Where, where was Jameis that game? Where was Alvin? Huh? We even call him Alvin. We ain't gonna call him Kamara. We gonna call him Alvin. Where was Alvin at that game? Where was Alvin? Carolina, no. They ain't even he got was, CMC. He ain't even back right now. No matter. Right now, they are undefeated. They have quality wins. 
And I mean, we gonna show, we gonna see how they do against the Cowboys. But that's gonna be an interesting game. Number quality eight. win, yeah, against the Texans. And um, who's the other team they beat in Week One that wasn't that quality? Okay, so I mean, I mean, they took care of business against the Jets. They beat the Texans, but they beat the Saints. That's exactly. They beat a division game, and that Saints team is good because they good enough to be in your power ranking. Number eight. We're gonna put some respect, a little bit of respect on the Bay Area, the 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 49ers. It ain't because of Jimmy G, but it's because of everything else Please, around yes Jimmy it, G. Bro, you are so sleep. You are so sleep. Nope, we're not doing it. Back slander of Jimmy G. The man wins football games. No, no, you no. saw hey. how he played, man. He played a damn good game against Aaron Rodgers. Even went down. Uh, scored a touchdown with 37 seconds left to give them. The they, lead. they, they, they scored too early. On Jimmy G, they, they scored Hashtag too early. Respect Jimmy G. He's a winner. And, and the famous words. Of uh, T'Challa, rest in peace. Um, uh, what's gonna call it? But uh, we do not do that here. We don't do that here. We do not give praise to Jimmy G when he does not deserve any praise. Anyway, the running game, the weapons on the outside, the defense. I mean, they play in the toughest division in NFC. They're two and one. They lost the heartbreaker last week. Number seven, the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns have been like for the most part has been like playing extremely well this year. Um, I hope they. I really hope they take care of business tomorrow against the Vikings. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm all for on, I missed out on uh, Cleveland. I missed out on Cleveland. Because uh, uh, right now I'm battling between them and Cincinnati. I really am. I, I see. I hear you. I hear you. All right, number six, the Arizona Cardinals. I'm not sleep on this offense at all, and their defense is actually playing a little bit better than I thought they would this year. I think Kyler Murray has turned the corner. Um, just need the. Them, inter- them turnovers just need to tone that down just a tad. But other than that, that team is rocking and rolling, and they're handling business. Number five, I got the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. Why, man? They can that's ball. For real, I think I think that's the biggest threat to the Chiefs in that division this year. And no disrespect to the three and zero Broncos, and no disrespect to the two and one Chargers who beat the Chiefs. But I feel like the Raiders are the team that the Chiefs' uh, biggest threat there. <sighs> Number four, I have the Green Bay Packers. I mean, I ain't going to spend too much on this topic. You, I mean, it is what it is. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Number three. Yeah. Number three. Uh, I'm going to give it to the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to give the Bills because I, I feel like outside of – uh, their their loss to the Steelers, which was more so just the great defense and special teams of the Steelers in the second half of that game. The Buffalo Bills have looked lights out. They have they have avenged that game. They have put the smackdown on everybody through the point spread in this game against the Texans. I think it's seventeen or seventeen and a half. They 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 are expected to blow them completely out. Um, and their uh, uh, Bills Mafia territory. So we'll see. And like I said, does that quarterback? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a wrap. I don't know what we, we're not going to get into Deshaun Watson in that situation, but Texans organization is trash all the way around. Uh, two, the Bucks. I mean, enough said. And number one, the Rams, because I mean, you stated the reason why, and that's the reason why I got them at number one too. But also, you're gonna put some respect on Matthew Stafford. I'm done. Hey. Yes, I'm, I'm putting a little bit of respect on Matthew Stafford, although the verdict is still out on Matthew Stafford. But yes, uh, Chris, um, 
don't know if you got any disagreements, but right now um, we feel that the best team in football is the L.A. Rams, um, and that is uh, followed by the uh, Bucks. And you know, absolutely, uh, yeah, we got a Rod up there. We we like this Oakland team thus far, and so um, yeah, the Bills Mafia is climbing up the ladder. Um, yes, we got some good teams. But uh, the uh, season is waning, and so some people will make it, and some will drop as we continue uh, forth with our power rankings on a weekly basis. All right, so uh, let's do our segment this morning, gentlemen, um, of who you got. And so, um, Chris, every week we uh, do this. Um, this segment basically is um, where we pick our top uh, college football games, the most notable ones. We make our picks, and then we uh, additionally transition over to the NFL. And so uh, we always started with college football. And so in this case, um, I will run through the games we got this weekend. We got number two, Georgia, versus number eight, Arkansas. I don't know if you've been watching Arkansas, brother, but this team looks to be for real, very for real. Number seven, Cincinnati, and number nine, Notre Dame. Number 12, Ole Miss, and number one, Alabama. And then some other notable games we got. Number 21, Baylor, and number 19, Oklahoma State. And then we got to show our love to the HBCUs here on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Uh, notable would be for us Jackson State, but they are off this week. And so a really good one, y'all, is Norfolk, Norfolk State at Hampton, which you can catch on ESPN2 at 12 noon. Um, but all right. Jamar, uh, let's begin with our picks of who you got for college football. Uh, number two, Georgia versus number eight, Arkansas. Um, you will start off with your pick, Jamar, and then, Chris, you can go, and I'll go behind you. And so uh, who right. you got, Jamar? Number two, Georgia versus number eight, Arkansas. All right. I can't – we can't hear you, Jamar. You're mute. My bad. Uh, Arkansas surprised me last week. I didn't expect them to win that game. I didn't. I know that they, they're legit, but unfortunately, I feel like Georgia, this is probably the best Georgia team that we're going to see in a long time. And I, I can't I can't bet against Georgia right now. I got the, I got the Georgia Bulldogs. Chris, who you got? Georgia, Arkansas. I'm going to have to go with Georgia also. Arkansas looked great, and it was, you know, unexpected, but they do look really good. But Georgia, man, they are – I feel like they're on a different level right now, even better than the past couple of years. They're, they are on a different level right now. Yeah, yeah, guys, this is facts. Uh, Georgia looks to be on another level right now. Um, very, very um, disciplined, uh, this team, and they're winning the big games this time. But Arkansas, guys, they look very explosive. Um, but I'm going to ride with you guys. Um, I'm going to go with Georgia as well just because um, I know where this team has been. I know the moments they've been in. Um, and, you know, they are looking like a legit uh, national championship contender. Many, many uh, – I won't say many, but you got some analysts out there that <laughs> this team is the best team in college football above Alabama. This is what they're saying. So we'll see. So I got Georgia as well. Um, number seven, Cincinnati, and number nine, Notre Dame. 
Man, that good old uh, fighting Irish, huh? That just, you know, I mean, last week they they took care of business, didn't they? I didn't think, I mean, I take Notre yeah. Dame to win, but I didn't think it's going to be like that. Um, That's kind of what Notre Dame does, mm. right? Like, they, they'll give you, like, a 10 to 12 game against Akron and then come blow out somebody else the next week. And you'd be like, it's it, right. It's like, I'm trying to figure these guys out. I, it's Bozer. like, are they? Bozer's. Uh, yeah, they, they feel like it. You know what? I'm oh. taking the Bearcats. Taking Cincy. Gotcha. And Darren Bowden, he went with Georgia and he got Cincy as well. I'm definitely going with Cincy as well, too, man. Look, Notre Dame is a champ. They, the big, the 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 biggest con artist school in con artist history. Every year they try to show you they're gonna be some great old thing or some great old thing, and then they make it to the playoffs and they get ran over. I, I I'm not betting on Notre Dame. I just I don't see it. I can't I can't do it, man. Every year it's the same thing. Play good for a while, make it to the playoffs, get spanked. Wow. I'm, uh, wow, you you guys are surprising me here. I thought you guys would have went with Notre Dame. This uh, team is at home. Um, they are the Fighting Irish. They do good, y'all, in the regular season. <laughs> so um, I won't necessarily say that they'll, um, you know, blow out Cincinnati. I think this will be a tough game. But I got to go with Notre Dame at home. I think they pull out a close game, y'all. Um, and win this game off a late field goal. And so I got to uh, go with the Notre Dame fighting Irish at home. I got Notre Dame here. Uh, number 12, Ole Miss at number one, Alabama. Who you got, Jamar? Roll tight. Just keep it that simple. Yeah. Roll tight, man. Roll tight times two. Yeah, I'm going to roll with the tie, too. I can't pick against Alabama. I, no. I can't, can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Man. Absolutely not, man. No. Um, if, if, if Ole Miss beat them, uh, the college football world will be turned upside down today if this happens. I, 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 I will say this. Like, like Alabama is similar to the Cowboys. It's not more so the Cowboys. It's their fans. The Bama fans, they they are nauseating. I, I can't stand them, but their team is that good, though. So. Their team is that good, right? They win, you know? So, yep. Uh, the other notable games that stated, y'all, are uh, number 21, Bell at number 19, Oklahoma State. And then we're showing love to the HBCUs, which we have Norfolk State at Hampton. All right, fellas, let's get into the NFL picks. We got some good ones this weekend. Let's go. There you go. All right. So, Jamar, let's go ahead and let's begin with you, my friend. Um, we are starting with the New York Giants at the uh, New Orleans Saints. Will uh, Jameis Winston eat that W tomorrow? Hey, he he is eating all the Ws tomorrow. Look, I think the Saints are fair by like seven or seven and a half. I'm taking that as well. Giants doesn't have 
uh, Darius Slayton or Sterling Shepard. Uh, it's, I mean, they was going to lose regardless. That just insult the injury. I got the Saints. Mm. I mean, this is one thing, Chris, that you start to look at, man. Um, with uh, New York Giants in that situation, like with Joe Judge, if this team um, continues to lose, Jamar, I mean, what do you do with that head coaching situation, man? Like, you know, I, I'm just saying. Uh, they've been losing for quite some time, the New York Giants. It's, um, they suck, bro. Yeah, it's, it's, it's rough, man. It's rough. It's, it's, it's an interesting predicament because, cause, you know, Daniel Jones is in year three, and that's the year that, you know, teams, you know, either know that they got a franchise quarterback or not. And it's kind of hard to, like, evaluate him based on everything that's going on. So it just right. makes it real tough. Um, they, you know, it's so much talent. The offensive line is atrocious. But mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know, man. Maybe it's a culture thing. Maybe it's just, you know, lack of a you know winning environment. I, I don't know. But I just know that game that they lost against the football team, that was heartbreaking for them. So Yeah, definitely. Um, yep. So, Chris, who you got? Uh, the Giants or the Saints? Going with Jabu. <laughs> All right. Jabu's going to get it done. All right. Yes. And guys, I'm gonna roll with the Saints too. Um, I have no reason to pick the Giants. I mean, right now they just the franchise, the team, the quarterback, the coach, everything just, you know, they kind of remind you. And we even said this, Jamar. We said last year that the Giants kind of remind us of the Lions. And in a way, they kind of do. They kind of do. They just find ways to give up games. They do. They ran similarly, too. Yeah, like, I would not be surprised, Jamar, that the Giants are up in this game in the fourth quarter, and they lead the whole game, and then the Saints come back. (laughs) And somehow they blow the game. Like, that's what the Giants have been doing consistently. Um, Yeah. All right. Uh, Kansas City, y'all, at Philly tomorrow. Kansas City at Philly. Well, well, will Patrick Mahomes be one and three, Jamar? One and three? Nope, nope, not gonna be able to do it. I'm picking the Chiefs, picking the Chiefs again, and the Chiefs one more time. I got Kansas City, man. <laughs> Chris, so you got Kansas City or Philly? Uh, I'm gonna have to roll with Kansas City as well. Uh, Philly, man, they don't they don't use uh, their running back enough for me. They be they be leaving him out to dry, man, and. I think that's pinnacle to that offense, and that's pinnacle to Jalen Hurts being successful. And they just don't do it. So I'm going to roll with Patty Holmes, and uh, we don't want to be one in three Chiefs. I think it's a good football game, y'all. I think Philly does. Um, one thing about them, um, and I think you see this, Jamar, they to have some good explosive plays quite often. Um, they just can't finish drives and things like that, but they, they tend to move down the field. They got some – Decent explosion. That tight end is a ball or two. Um, Absolutely. And then real so, quick, r- real ahead. quick about that game, I would say, um, so the Chiefs for like maybe the last 10 or 12 have yet to like cover the spread. So, and they're, they're favored by seven. So I wouldn't be surprised if this was like a close game. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, right now, Philly, they don't use Miles Sanders as much. He was having a pretty good game last week, low key. They ran the ball twice with them, twice. What and, the and, heck are you doing? And this is the thing. I say they was having a, a – like, they ran the ball with him twice, but he was explosive on exactly. those Exactly. 
One of those was over 20 yards, right? Yes. It was like, like 27 or something like that. Yes. Like, and then, they, then they were just like, all right, we're done. We're good. We're good. Yeah, like, man. Uh, bro. What gotta are you use doing? Him. Gotta, gotta use him because, um, you know, last year, I mean, you know, like, and even the previous years, they got into the playoffs. Like, that kid was playing good ball. Um, he's special. He, yeah, yeah, he's explosive, man. And so, but even though he's explosive, I'm not batting against Patrick Mahomes. I can't bat against Patrick Mahomes. Um, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I know they haven't had the best start, uh, but you know, it wouldn't be a, a it would be a very unwise thing to bat against Patrick Mahomes. A healthy Kansas City Chiefs team. And, uh, got another weapon, y'all, and Josh Gordon. And I know he's a little um, unstable with his life. But um, maybe in Kansas City, you know, um, hopefully know. things get a little better with him. You know, I hope so, man. I hope uh, Josh Gordon, man, stays on the right path and don't go down that path again and, and just play football, man. And, and be I picked center. him up in every fantasy football league I had. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's showing some good love right there because, you know, this guy can play football, Jamar, right? When he's on the field. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's very productive. It's just, you know, you'll have him on the field for four weeks and then, you know, you get the news. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Bro, he, he, he feels like a five-hour energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, hopefully, man, you know, he stays with that team because that's another good weapon to have for real. I um, mean, already explosive as hell as it is. So, um, yes, Kansas City. Um, Houston at Buffalo. Uh, will Davis Mills, Jamar, go out and pull out the upset and shock the world? No, 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 not even a chance. Look, look, I'm, uh, if I ain't said this before, I'm going to say it now. I'm, I'm on record here. If I wasn't a Bears fan, I, I would be a Bills fan. I would be a diehard Bills fan. I love their fan base. I, I love everything about it. Get the tables, the, the, the wings, everything. Like, bro, it's Bills Mafia all day. Mafia, yes. Jamar, you notice you never pick against the Bills. The only time really, you probably ever did was against Kansas City. Pretty much. Got it. Yes. Uh, Chris, who you got, Texans or the Bills? Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills. I'm going to go with the Bills. All right, Chris, uh, kept it short and sweet. Bills. I'm going to go uh, with you guys as well. I'm going to go with the Bills. I have no reason to take a second. Uh, but, and Darren, by the way, um, thank you, Darren. Um, he said, Bills, Cowboys, Browns have to head out, but I always enjoy you all. Be safe, be blessed, take care, and keep the faith. Much love. Darren, thank you, Darren. Uh, Darren is a, a pastor in the uh, Disciples of Christ uh, Christian Congregation. Yes, appreciate your picks. All right. We got to go in, y'all. Carolina, who is 3-0 against my, another one of my sleeper teams, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I think this turns out to be a good football game. Um, but I don't think Carolina wins this one. I got the, I got the boys. I'm putting that out there right now. Tomorrow, who you got? I mean, I agree with you as far as this is going to be a good football game. I mean, Cowboys have looked pretty good. Um, Carolina has been a, a pleasant surprise. Um, I'm gonna have to agree with you. You're gonna I'm pick going... Carolina. Then if we got CMC, no, I, I said I'm agree with you. I'm taking the boys. I'm taking them boys. 
right, you got the Panthers or the boys. I uh, this this seems like the right around the time where the Cowboys like to piss off their fans. So uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Panthers. Wow! All right. Hey man, um, the the offense looks pretty decent with Sam Darnold at quarterback. Maybe it was just uh the New York Jets organization. It was Adam Gates on drugs. That's what it was. Yeah, man, you gonna make me bring up that interview? We just we we just knew, you know, from from that first interview, we knew what was gonna happen. We, we <laughs> yeah. Infamous, infamous. That that video got at least thirty minutes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, the Cleveland Browns at the Minnesota Vikings. I think this is a dangerous game for Cleveland. It can be. No, it can be. This, like, this will tell a lot about both teams in this game, like, honestly. Like, what type of Vikings team we got and what type of Browns team we got by the outcome of this game. Uh, you know, in good faith, I am going with the Cleveland Browns. Chris, who you got? You got the Browns or the Vikes? Uh, I, I think I'm gonna have to go with the Browns, man. The the you know, I think they're gonna feed off of being uh, running over the Bears, uh, and, and and they're gonna uh, keep that momentum going. Ah, so they're gonna use the Bears as momentum to steamroll the Vikings. Um, and guess what? I mean, you know what I'm excited about with this game, y'all? I'm excited to see three great running backs in the football game, man. Uh, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook. Like, I, ho- I hope Cook plays. I hope so too, right? Um, I haven't heard anything otherwise of him not playing, so I do expect him to play. So, um, definitely, if these three backs are in the game, I'm looking forward to this game as an exciting, fun game. Minnesota's um at home, so this, this could you know be a very well tricky game for Cleveland. Um, I'm gonna go with the Cleveland Browns though. We'll pick them at home in a tight one, in a very tight one. Um, but I think it's a good football game, definitely. Um, the Indianapolis Colts, Chris. Indianapolis Colts, my brother, at the Dolphins. We gonna let you go first on this one. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> Man, look, uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. You gonna go with the Dolphins? Yeah, and, and solely because somebody got to win this game. Because yeah. solely because I just want Jacoby to just go bananas in this game against his former team. They, yeah, I I thought they should have kept him. I thought they should. They gave him a shot. They didn't give him a shot. They went out and got glass, man. And uh, I wasn't too happy about that. So as a disgruntled fan and wanted to see my team get some sense slapped into them, I'm going to go with uh, Jacoby and the Dolphins. Yeah. yeah. I just got to say something about the Colts real quick, Jamar. Um <laughs> Bad luck organization. It's sad, number one, to see Andrew Luck just, you know, abruptly leave. You know, like you had a Super Bowl contender when he was there. He just abruptly left football, right? It like, it's their fault, though. It's their fault. 
So, I mean, I don't know what goes on in the court organization. So maybe you can school us. Like, you know, him leaving, you know, it was just so sad to see. And then Phillip Rivers, I felt like Phillip Rivers, even at his age, this Colts team would be a really good football team, even with him at quarterback. You know, like Phillip Rivers, I mean, Duke can ball, Jamar. Like he, he, you know, he had a pretty good damn year with the Colts last year. You know, like I saw really no issue of age with him at all with that team. That was a pretty good football team. And now and it's just like, you know, yeah, I'm glass, man. about Phillip Rivers, man. <laughs> I, I, I show, I show wish he was still there. Yeah, it's that bad. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's tough, man, because the coach, y'all, I really feel like this team is like on the crust, like you know, right there, like right there. And now they just see this ship sinking, I, I or uh, the ship sinking. I feel so bad for Frank Reich and you know his great coaching and him being put in this quarterback situation. It's Man, it's really bad, man. They should have kept the Kobe. Yeah, you know, that's another one. You let Jacoby go. Now you don't have no insurance. Now you got, what's his name, Jacob Eason? Like, man, you know. I like, so, the, I like the dude from Texas, but he ended up getting hurt, too. That's karma. Yeah, the Colts and their quarterback situation is arguably as worse as the Bears quarterback situation. Like, the hey, Colts low key have had some bad luck with some quarterbacks outside of Peyton. I'm, I'm just saying, man, like, you know, they've had some bad luck. You know, like, this is an overall pretty good football team. We know this is a good football team. We know this. But the quarterback situation just messes yeah, it up. Yeah, I, I agree. You're right. You're right. Sad to see, man, because, you know, the Colts are always that dangerous team, man. Like that, that team, I feel like one year could just mess around, get hot, win the Super Bowl. But with, with with the quarterback situation, it's like, what can you do? So, <laughs> anyhow, um, somebody got to win this game, Jamar. Who wins, Eason or Brissett? <laughs> Brissett. <laughs> Dolphins, man. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Dolphins, too, man. I'm going to go with the Dolphins, too. Um, you know, I have, you know, Eason with the Colts, man. That guy couldn't even – he hasn't even really got a first down yet. You know, like, he just, you know, it's been pretty bad. You know, it's been pretty bad watching him. And, um, you know, I've watched the highlights, and on the highlights, you know, you know that the team's not good when they're showing the other team with the ball for, like, out of the 12 minutes, the other team got the ball, like, eight minutes. So, you know, you kind of know, like, you know <laughs> – Something's going on with that offense. And so, um, yeah, uh, the Tennessee Titans at the New York Jets. Jamar, do the Jets get their first victory tomorrow? It's, it's actually possible. Reason being, there's no A.J. Brown. There's no Julio Jones. So it's basically um, – one of those guys are playing, huh? They're out. So it's basically Derrick Henry against the Jets' front eleven. So, and, you know, Tennessee's pass defense is suspect, man. I'll tell you what, I'm taking the Titans. I, I take the Jets to cover the spread here for sure. But I, I'm taking the Titans out of good faith on their end. But, man, that's a dangerous game. 
Chris, what you got? You got the Titans or the Jets, man? I am going to go with the Titans. The Jets just don't seem to have it, my man. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'm going to roll with y'all, man. I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans. I have no reason to pick the Jets. Zach Wilson, seven interceptions um, his first uh, three weeks. Um, he looks he looks terrible out there. Leave um, the Disney Channel quarterback alone. <laughs> I mean, you know, like right now, man, the Jets, you know, you kind of had a few little expectations, but right now ain't nothing popping with them. They um look really abysmal right now. And so um, we'll see what happens. But I got to go with Tennessee, even without A.J. Brown and uh, Julio Jones. All right. The big one. The big one, Jamar. The big one. The Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. Who you got, man? Let's go, Lions. Let's go, Lions. All right. Fire, Nagy. I'm cheering for the Lions. I'm sorry. Just so Nagy right. get out of there. So, Jamar's intentionally rooting for the Lions. Chris, who you got? The Lions are the better. Uh, just because Matt Nagy seemed to have 27 lives, it's going to be one of them games where they look good and he keep his job. I'm going to go with the Bears. I'm with you, Chris. I'm with you, man. Um, Although the rumors are, like, you know, out there and stuff, I think Matt Nagy, he always somehow, some way, finds a way to keep his job continued. Um, And, you know – why not against the Lions, right? You are at home. Um, we know, uh, Jamar, that this game will be close. Um, I don't think the Bears will blow out the Lions. Um, no, there's no chance. Quarter. Um, but, you know, this is a division game, but we own the Lions. Um, if the Lions win this football game, I'm telling you, tomorrow, man, it's going to be turned up. It's going to be turned up come Monday morning. Um, it's going to be it's, it's going to be hot, man. And so, um Matt Nagy, I hope you win this football game. Um, I got the Bears because I think the Bears are the better team. And that's even with Justin Fields or whomever at quarterback. Um, So we will see what happens, though. We will see what happens. But I'm going to roll with the Bears. Um, Mar, the football team at the Falcons. Man, if if Matt Ryan wasn't so washed, I would say this is a trap game for the football team. But, man, like – I don't even know how the heck they won last week to, to begin with, but uh, I got the football team by default. Yeah. Yeah, man. For me, um, I'm going to go with the football team as well. I don't really know much about the Falcons right now. Um, they win this game. Maybe a few more eyes will be open, right? Like, okay, the Falcons two and two. Um, so maybe some eyes can be open, but I think uh, definitely um, the football team appears to be the better team. Um, and you know, Tyler Haneke, you know, kid can ball. He's, he's all right. You know? So the defense though, for Washington, it's ha- it hasn't been as good as I thought it would be. Jamar. Right. Oh, that's, that's a shocker. Hopefully they get it together though. Hopefully they get it together. Um, so as of now, I'm still, you know, liking this team, but if they lose against the Falcons, then I'm going to really start winking my eyebrow at the uh, football team. Seriously. Um, Yep. So, Chris, who you got, the football team or the Falcons? Uh, I've seen uh, the football team's wide receiver catch a – what was it? 
a football out of a cannon. Yeah. Earth. Uh, happened yesterday. And I, I think their defense will get back to being their dominant defense this week, and I'm going I'm to roll with the football team. All right. While you at it, Chris, go ahead and give us um, another pick. Give us the Cardinals and Rams while you are at it. Oh. Ugh. So this, this appears to be a great one right here. Man, that, that's a that's a good game. I cannot wait. I'm, I Hopefully I get to watch this one. This is going to be a good game, man. Kyler Murray is playing off the charts, and Arizona looks really good. But I'm rolling with my boy, man. He he in a new home. He he uh Cooper Cup look out there looking like Captain America. Uh I'm gonna roll I'm gonna roll with the Rams. Yeah. Man, this is um a good one. Jamar, who you got? Yeah, I'm I'm taking the Rams. Me, um, I'm I'm on the cusp of picking the Cardinals. I swear I am because, regardless of how dominant teams are, man, when it's when it's division games, I don't give a damn what the records are. Um, the Cardinals will make it frustrating for the Rams for sure. Absolutely, absolutely, um, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go with the Rams just because they're at home. Um, but I would not, I would not be surprised if the Cardinals come out and they wake up the whole football world. The Rams woke up the football world last week. Everybody in the football world was like, oh, sh- okay. The Cardinals could do that this week. If they go out and beat the Rams in L.A., they're going to be saying something to a lot of folks. But um, I'm going to go with the Rams just because of how the Rams have looked. But the Cardinals, I mean, I, look, at, look at, I mean, look at how they've looked too, like, I think that's a great football game right there. That's um probably the best football game of the weekend. Um, Seahawks at yeah, uh, he's a, he's a baller. Seahawks at 49ers. Um, who you got, Jamar? I'm gonna take the team that has been dominating this matchup for the past few years, um, which is Seattle. Um, I think they won 12 out the last 14, which is kind of a shocker here. I didn't know that. But apparently they have their number. And it's like I know San Francisco's good. But the other side is like I can't imagine Russell being down one three. I, I just can't do it. It's hard for me to bet against Russ, so I'm taking Seattle. Chris, what you got? I'm I'm gonna roll with the 49ers, man. I'm a, I'm gonna roll, I'm gonna roll with the 49ers. Yeah, um, I, I like the Niners too being at home. Um, this is another really good football game, y'all. Cause even though the Seahawks are one and two, I feel that they are two and one. I just know they're a good football team. I know that for sure. And so, um, man, you know, a Magnus Seattle being one and three, it'll be, it'll be really hard. Um, but the 49ers, man, I mean, they are a good football team. Jamar, they really are. Um, they just lost to a great quarterback last week. Um, that you know you can't give you you can't give him the ball, Jimmy G. It's part of the reason why people looking at you like they you crazy is because you you give him the ball, knowing what he gonna do. It don't matter what defense you got. It's Aaron Rodgers. He gonna find a way to torture you. And um, that's much exactly time. what that's exactly what he did, Jimmy G. 
gave him the ball, and that's what happened. So it's um, crazy how you just know that, bro. You just know, like with that much time on the clock, that they're still right. It was too much time. If he scored under 10 seconds left, I would have felt a lot better. But he scored at 37 seconds. I'm like, that's way too much time for him. So I do I do a little fan duel betting. And that Dallas and Tampa Bay game, you know how the odds change as the score change. Right. So the when when Dallas took the lead, the odds didn't change at all. They still had Tampa Bay winning. <laughs> I, I, and I couldn't do nothing but laugh. It was the funniest thing. It's like everybody in the world just knows Tom Brady about to go down the field. They're gonna kick a field goal and win. Yep, yep. And so yeah, um, but I'm gonna go with the 49ers, man. Um, I think they're a good football team. Um, Seattle, a good football team too. But somebody got to win that game. Um, all right, um, Deshaun, man, do yeah. I know you you're not on right now, but your Steelers could possibly be one and three here. Um, is is Deshaun Steelers uh, one and three, Jamar, after tomorrow? Mm. This is a tough one. It is. Uh, T.J. Watt is playing, so that, that helps a lot. Uh, I think Deontay Johnson's playing. Juju's playing. Chase Claypool didn't practice, so I, I don't know about that one. Uh I, I feel bad because I'm gonna have to pick the Packers. I don't want to, but evidence shows that the Packers are a better team right now. Chris, you got Stellas or the Pack? I'm gonna roll with the Packers, man. A Rod yeah. look a little suspect, but if anybody look even more suspect, it's uh. That dude over there in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, uh, Big Ben right now, um, not looking the best right now. He's looking like A's and caught up with him. Um, their offense is terrible right now. It's 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 abysmal in Pittsburgh. Um, it's that defense that's carrying them. But um, it don't matter what defense you really got against Aaron Rodgers, man. Like you gotta be winning on all phases to beat him. And um. I don't know if the Steelers are strong at all phases. So for that reason, and especially being at home, I'm going to go with the Packers to uh, pull out, I think, which will be a respectable game. Pittsburgh got pride, right, Chris? You know, like yeah, Mike Tomlin sure. got pride. You know, they, they don't want to go one and three. So they going um, to bring that business tomorrow. But I think Aaron Rodgers, man, it's just that dude. And so if Green Bay don't take this team lightly and they go in and, you know, be serious about their business – um, I think they do take care of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I'm going to start off the pick, um, fellas, with the Ravens and Broncos. Um, I got a surprise here. I'm going to go with Denver being at home. Um, the high altitude, um, this defense, I think, Jamar, you are. Um, you stated that the Broncos are, are a bit overrated, but I know their defense ain't overrated. And I know Cal Fuller and Von Miller um, – Chubb, those guys are not overrated in Denver. They are ballers. They are proven. And um, Teddy Bridgewater, he might not be the most spectacular quarterback that will wow you and all you, but he damn sure won't turn over the ball. We both know this. And he won't lose the game. He will manage the game very, very well. And that's what he's been doing. And so in return, that might lead to two or three touchdowns, which is all Denver needs because that defense will take care of them. 
And so it kind of reminds me of an old school Bears team, you know, with Erlach and those guys in those days. Um, but Vic Vangio is there and he came from the Bears, right? So um, I'm going to go with Denver, y'all, to beat Baltimore tomorrow. Um, Chris, who you got? I am going to roll with. Uh, so I'm going to roll with the Broncos. And the reason being is because I feel like. Uh, Showtime lost his hands. Uh, they're missing in action. They should be on the back of a milk carton. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson throwing the ball well, and Showtime is just dropping everything. And if he can't get the ball to him, and their offense is limited, and against that defense, man, it's going to be rough. So I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. Yeah, Showtime, though, this is the thing, right? You've been seeing him in commercials and stuff, right? You know, he's been doing, like, commercials. He's, he's getting his brand out there. And so um, maybe that's what's <laughs> – maybe that's in his head now. He's becoming a celebrity. I don't know. Um, Did you see those drops last week? It was crazy, man. I, I saw them. I saw them. Yeah, definitely. Um, very unusual for him. Very unusual. This guy's super reliable, very explosive. But um, he's been in commercials lately. So maybe, you know, sometimes you get that fame, Jamar, like <laughs> – <laughs> it kind of you know gets in your head I don't know what's going on maybe that's the scenario so who you got Jamar Ravens the Broncos um surprisingly enough I am taking the Broncos in this game say that again I just knew you were going with the I just knew you were going with the Ravens okay I mean the look, I know that the Broncos already got the best secondary in the league plus them being in Mount High I mean that and then the lack of confidence in pass catches for the Ravens, it's, it just makes sense that the Broncos win this game. Um, Lamar will have to um, have a super outing tomorrow um, in order for them to win this game, which is very well possible. I mean, you know, very well possible from Lamar. Um, but I feel like this season, y'all, with – and one thing you didn't mention, Jamar, is just that – situation with their running backs they 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 you know like week one they were supposed to beat the Raiders remember y'all like their running back scenario is terrible like they did not block for this man one bit at all like Chris it was unbelievable to see how terrible they blocked for this man and they should have won the game <laughs> they supposed to won the game multiple occasions and and you know like it just finally caught up with them um but you know Lamar, he's capable of wearing that cape. And um, I tell you what, Chris, he might have to wear that cape all season, bro, in order to carry this team because um, he's their best hope, period. Oh, easily, easily. Yep, he's their best I hope. He up for the, I think he up for the challenge, though. Oh, yeah, of course. Definitely, definitely. Um, Bucks at the Patriots. I'm going to let you start off with this one, Chris. This is a big one, man. Tom Brady returns to Foxborough. Um, do the Patriots uh, pull off the upset tomorrow? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So Tom Brady about to go in there uh, with a, a beer bone, and he just about to go to town, bro. He he he, he gonna make sure he wear a beer so he don't get none nothing on his shirt or anything like that. But he about to feast. He is about to feast. It's yeah. I, I feel I feel like this this one's gonna be this one's gonna get out of hand. Like out of hand. And the fans might actually cheer for it. 
Right. True. True. So I definitely think there's going to be a lot of Bucks fans there, just a lot of Patriots fans in general that's going to be cheering for Tom Brady. That is facts, brother. That is facts. Um, I think definitely um, Tom Brady comes in there with bad intentions. And, um, yeah, I think uh, the Buccaneers, they don't just go in to win a football game, Chris. I think they go in and put on a show. I think they go in and put on a clinic. You is know? Gronk still playing? Yes, he'll be there tomorrow. He getting two touchdowns easily. Yep, it was you, speculation, you, but he'll 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 be playing tomorrow. And so yeah, um, he getting he getting two touchdowns easily. If you a bad man, you put your money on two touchdowns for Gronk. Hmm. And so yes, uh, the Bucks, Patriots. Um, you know, good football game. Uh, you know, right now the you know you got a rebuild going on. I feel like although people don't say it's a rebuild. I think it's definitely a rebuild. And so um, we'll see what's happening with everything in New England. Um, and so we'll see. Right now, as stated, though, um, um, Chris, he's listed as doubtful, but it's still speculation in the air. And so um, he's listed as doubtful. And so if he plays two touchdowns, Chris states, I think if he doesn't play, if he plays regardless, I think the Bucs still got too many weapons and um, that they go get it done against New England regardless of uh, Grunt plan or not. They just got too many weapons. And the hey, Patriots, that might be they, a ploy, though, too. Doubtful to mess mm-hmm. with their hands. That might be a ploy. Right. Yeah, true. Absolutely. And so um, the Patriots win this. I mean, it'll be uh, very, very interesting on Tom Brady's legacy, but um, – it won't be bad. It'll just be like, wow, the Patriots got him back that day. Um, right. But I don't know if that happens. Um, in regards to subbing for Jamar on this pick, I highly believe that Jamar will pick the Buccaneers. And so um, I think we'll ride with that one. Um, Raiders at the Chargers, brother. Um, I'm going to go first here. I'm going to go with the Raiders. Um, I think the Chargers are a great football team, and I wouldn't be surprised if somebody picked them. Um, but I think the Raiders, man, um, people are really sleep on the explosiveness of this team. And, um, it's been my sleeper team. And so, um, I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Who you got, Chris? You got the Raiders or the Chargers? Uh, I, I really like the, the kid from, uh, from the Chargers, man. Justin Herbert. Yeah, Yeah, I like Justin Herbert. I really do. I think, I think the Chargers are a really good team. And uh, him and him and Mike Williams have been clicking on another like level this this beginning of this season, man. Something that they didn't really have last year. It wasn't mm-hmm. that great. So with with that dynamic and you know just them being a good all around football team to begin with, I'm gonna roll with the Chargers. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and you know I I stated your mind here, but. I know his sleeper team has been the Chargers. And so I am quite sure um, that he might roll with the Chargers here, um, especially with them being at home. Um, we'll get his picks, but I think he's probably rolling with the Chargers. So, um, yes, that concludes our NFL picks for this week, World. Uh, we will see how things turn out. Um, but you got some big ones. You got uh, the Cardinals at the Rams, and you got uh, the Lions at the Bears. It's big for us as Bears fans because we want to see what happened with that one tomorrow. And then the Bucks at the Patriots with Tom Brady returning to Foxborough. 
So we'll see how things turn out with that. Um, Chris, before we conclude, we got to talk some baseball, brother. And so I Let's think go. a lot of, yeah, I think a lot of people, um, you know, necessarily they don't put a lot of excitement right into like these other sports. It's always football, you know, and then a little bit of basketball, but it's never really not much in between. And so right now, I don't know if the world knows, but it is um, an intense battle going on in the National League West uh, between the Los Angeles Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants. And shout out to Chris Bryant, man. He left the Cubs, man. And he's in a good situation in San Francisco, right? Like, um, I'm curious, man, who wins the NL West, uh, Chris, between the Dodgers or Giants? Who wins this division? And out of odds, very high that one of these teams represent the National League in the World Series. So uh, I- I've been playing, paying real close attention to, uh, to this race. Because it's been real interesting. The, the Dodgers' offense for a while was a little shaky, and the Giants just keep doing what they do. They're going to score a little bit of runs, but they're going to shut you down on the mound. They're going to play good defense. But the past three days or, you know, week or so, the Dodgers' offense has been on another level, man. Uh, just, was it two days ago, they were down – four runs in the eighth and they hit four home runs. Wow. Yeah. Four home runs. Mookie Betts hit a, a solo. Then uh, who was it? I Max mean, Muncy. Max okay. Muncy hit one. Max Muncy. Then, yeah. Cody Bellinger tied it up. And then two batters later, uh, Corey Seager hits a two-run home run to give them the lead. All it four was, of those dudes, clutch as hell, all four of them. All four right. of them. It, it was insane, bro, watching it. It was insane. And so it looks like, you know, Corey Seager, Cody Bellinger, and Mookie Betts are heating up, and that's dangerous. That is dangerous. Max Muncy's been great all year. Uh, I think he should get some MVP votes because the dude's been balling. But so I- I'm leaning towards the Dodgers, even though Kershaw is suspect when it comes to the mound lately. And uh, Walker Bueller has been a little shaky with the offense where you 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 have to worry about pitching to eight guys, like all eight guys. There's no out except for maybe the pitcher, it's, it's tough to beat that. Right. And so, in other words, Chris, right, the Giants look like they'll run away with the division. I mean, hypothetically, right, they 106-54, and 104-56, and two games left. They up two games. But you saying in regards to this entire overall thing coming to playoffs yes. or coming to, you know, coming out of the National League, you like the experience of the Dodgers. I like I like the I like the experience and the firepower of the Dodgers. I, I would really love to see them play each other to get to the World Series. I really hope that that happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because look, uh, you, you got to talk about Buster Posey, man. Like the dude just doesn't do anything but win. Every time the the Giants have a good team, he is at the helm of running the running the pitchers and mm-hmm. the offense. 
And the dudes, he he just looks he looks great. He looked like old Buster Posey. Exactly. And he's an older man now, but you you know, yeah. he's winning. He's winning, man. Uh, absolutely. Shout out to guys like him, guys like Yadier Molina, you know, like vets, you know, but vets that have won World Series, multiple World Series championships, yeah. been there, done that. And now, you know, they got their teams, you know, at, at, at high peak levels. I tell you what, man, like, yeah, I'm, a, uh, you know, I'm with you. I think the Giants win the division. When it comes to the playoffs, though, I like the experience of the Dodgers. I would hope they would face each other. But, you know, like, you got two you got two dogs right here, man, in the uh, Central, right? Um, the Brewers, um, 95 and 65, you know, they are yeah. a good baseball team. But right now, man, as you know, you got a hot, scorching St. Louis team, scorching. You know, this team is super hot. And as you know, with baseball, it ain't really necessarily about the record. Um, it's about who's playing the right baseball. And so... I would love to see the Giants Dodgers uh, National League Championship Series, but um, St. Louis and Milwaukee will be right there. I think for sure that'll be trying their best um, to uh, ruin the party. And so, right now it's looking like right, Chris, that the Dodgers and the Cardinals uh, will play in that uh, wild card game. And so, um, the Dodgers, I tell you what, man, you you guys are the former World Series champs. You've had a spectacular season. It is unfair to see you guys playing a wild card game, but um, you know that's what they do it for. They do it for the St. Louis Cardinals to you know give them their chance. And so um, right. we both know as baseball fans that this game will happen um, next week, um, likely, very likely between the Dodgers and the Cardinals. As long as the Giants take care of business, one of these games. Um, then, you know, it'll be the Dodgers and the Cardinals. But if the Dod Giants don't take care of business and the Dodgers win these next two, it could be the Giants and Cardinals. But I think it'll likely end up being the Dodgers and Cardinals um, for that wild card game. And it'll be a very, very, very interesting game. Very yeah, interesting I, because we know I how think the Cardinals – so you're right. Who, who's hot, right? The Cardinals, super hot. But I feel like at – when you getting into 20 games or almost 30 games of being hot, it's got to go the other way at some point. I think maybe that they got too hot too early and that it might start to slow down. Now, it's possible that they could just keep rolling with this thing, man. But history usually says it where if you get hot too early, it, it the fire runs out. But we'll see. We'll see for sure, man, for sure. And so, uh, we'll uh, be on the lookout for this, um, this, this wonderful, wonderful race um, in the uh, National League. Um, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it, man, and um, just, you know, seeing how everything turns out with this. Um, just quickly as well, brother, I want to head on the American League wild card. And so, um, Red Sox and Yankees, man, um, Yankees 91-69, the Red Sox 90-70. Um, these two teams are battling it out. And then you got the Mariners right there kind of peaking. But it's looking like it might be a little too late for the Mariners. Today will tell, right? Two more games left in the season for all these teams. The Mariners are two games behind the um, Yankees and then a game behind the Red Sox. 
And so if the Red Sox take care of business today, and let's say the Mariners, the Mariners are hypothetically lose, then they're eliminated. And we know it'll be the Red Sox and the Yankees that will be for that wild card game. And so um, I'm just curious, bro, what predictions here for the wild card games that'll happen this week? Um, who you got um, between, let's say, the Red Sox and Yankees, if they were to face off for this wild card game, Red Sox, Yankees, it gets no better than this in baseball. Who would you go with between Absolutely. Yankees and Red Sox? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go with uh, with the Yankees. I'm a, I I really do. Uh, the offense is great. You know, the starting pitching is 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 really good. Uh, Corey Kluber. Uh, what's the what's the what's the other dude's name? Uh, I don't know. I'm so you got Corey Kluber that you mentioned, right? right? Well, yeah. we help you out on the podcast here, man. Um, Rodis Chapman, uh, Garrett Cole. Yeah, uh, there you go, Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole. So they've been they've been keeping Garrett Cole rested. Okay, they're the shortening up his starts, uh, and I think that uh, because of that, he'll be fresh. He'll be ready to go. And Garrett Cole is one of the best. Um, match him up with Corey Kluber. And that's a tough two games in a row. Okay. John uh, Carlos Stanton is heating up. Even like uh, Glabor Torres, who missed some of the year this year, he's heating up. Um, so I'm going to roll with the Yankees there. You know what, man? I am with you. I'm going to roll with the Yankees as well. But this is this is fantastic, man, to see the Yankees and the Red Sox battle for the playoffs. Like, Right. I agree. As a, as a baseball fan, you want to see this. And, um, you know, I think if the Yankees go into that, you know, situation, they do bring out uh, Corey Kluber as they start in picture. Um, could be Garrett Cole, either one of those guys. I know one of those two guys will be out there. And so the Red Sox, um, they are a bit of a surprise for me, bro. I did not expect them to be here. Um, you know, I, I didn't expect the Blue Jays to be as good as they are, but they're here. Um, but it might be a little too late for the Blue Jays, a little too late for the Mariners. But, um, you know, the Red Sox and Yankees, um, you want to see this. And so um, am I surprised if the Red Sox come out and beat the Yankees? No, hell no, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. True, very sure. But, very you know, cool. If I had to pick the team that looks to be the best, um, I think the Yankees are the better team. Um, and so I'm going to go with the Yankees. Um, I will post polls this uh, week as well, bro, on the podcast page to get, like, with the, you know, the series and stuff, the predictions of who yeah. you got and this and that. Um, just quickly as well before we um, head up out of here, the Cardinals and the Dodgers, which I think that's the likely scenario here. Um who would you go with in that uh, wild card game? We're going with the Dodgers. Yeah. Go, and I, I don't I don't feel like their two best hitters or they're they're supposed to be two best players match up as well as the Dodgers two best players. 
I, I haven't seen what I thought I was going to see from Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado, but I've seen everything that I've needed to see from Trey Turner and Max Muncy on everything. They're, they've, they're great every game. They come out and they ball. And then you got those other guys heating up. I, I feel like uh, we got, you have to roll with the Dodgers there. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, the Cardinals are hot heading into the playoffs. That's an important recipe for success, but the Dodgers former world series champs um, it's unfortunate that they're in the situation they're in because of one division winner. But, you know, that's good to see that two teams are that elite in that division. But I'm going to have to go with the Dodgers, them being at home as well. Um, Plus, I'm a Cubs fan, so I can't bet on St. Louis anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, um, St. Louis, hot. But I think, yeah, they'll get cooled off definitely by the Dodgers. And so, uh, my brother, thank you. I appreciate your uh, wonderful baseball analysis here. Um, and before we conclude, man, I just want to um, – Give a shout out to the Chicago Sky. I don't know if you are my WNBA fan, Chris, but they're, Absolutely. In, the of, they're in the midst of a heated battle with the Connecticut Sun um, in the WNBA semifinals. Uh, game three is tonight. Um, it is in Chicago, Chirac. Um, and uh, it's over at the, um, the, I can't think of the name of the arena, but it's right in the South Loop, you know, that big famous arena. And so they just recently built a nice arena in the South Loop. It used to be the All-State Arena. It's like a different name now. Right, so, yeah. yeah, that arena, that it'll be rocking. It'll be uh, live. Um, implications for the WNBA Finals. Uh, me and Jamar was very excited when they picked up Candace Parker, bro, and she has been a world of a difference. Um, yeah. This lady is like a coach on the floor. And she got the sky doing things that they've never done in previous years, although they've been a playoff team the previous years. But it's different now. It's like they're, you know, like a LeBron out there almost. Like she changes the whole dynamic of a franchise. And so um, we'll see how they finish. Um, big eyes all night tonight on game three. Sky got to pull it out. If they win this series, they got to pull this game out tonight, which I think they will. I think the sky pulled this series out as well in five. But I think they – take care of business tonight and then they'll take care of Connecticut in game five on the road and, um, you know, Hartford um, uh, on Thursday, but I got this guy. Um, and I'm not saying that because I'm a fan. I think they are hot. They are a hot team and they are playing basketball at the right way at the right time. And I think it's a beneficial thing that comes with that. And so, yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, we got a, we got a homegrown, uh, girl on the plan for the Chicago sky, Dana Evans, uh, from my, my high school, my old high school, Gary Westside Cougars. Dude, she's, she's phenomenal. Uh, she is phenomenal, bro. And, mm -hmm. uh, get, getting to see her, get some time and, uh, put in work on the court. And then of course, Candace Parker, who's just phenomenal, man. She's been one of my favorite WNBA players for a long time. Mm -hmm. I, I do think the sky will pull that off tonight. And I'm really hoping for it as a fan of those two ladies as well. Yes. Yes. I'm hoping for it as well, man. Chicago sky make the NBA, uh, WNBA finals. That'd be great, man. And so um, shout out to the Chicago sky. Uh, we do our best to show love uh, to the HBCUs, to the women, um, and to uh, everyone here on the uh, early morning sports talk podcast. Yes, so sir. looking forward to that game tonight. 
Um, and so as we head out, um, any final thoughts or shout outs, brothers, we head into the weekend? Uh, let me think. No, no. So, uh, going, you know, giving shout outs and, and putting recognition on all different types of sports. The softball world, uh, had a legend retire, uh, last week, man. Cat Osterman, one of the greatest softball pitchers in the you know, of all time, if not the best softball pitcher of all time. Mm-hmm. I, I it really hate that I didn't get a chance to take my daughters to go see her play uh, this summer. But shout out to Cat Osterman for being a a, a, st- a stable in the women's softball league. Uh, other than that, man, it's it's gonna be a good sports weekend, and I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. Definitely. And thank you for that. Pointing that out, man. Like a lot of folks don't know. Um, but, you know, thank you for putting us up on that. I'm finna hit Google because I never heard of this individual, but um, I appreciate you pointing that out, you know, definitely. Um, and that's what we do here, man. Try to point out every sport, you know, not just necessarily the traditional basketball and football. Right so I appreciate that. Definitely. Um, I want to say is uh, everyone head out for the weekend, be safe, put the guns down. Um, you know, Although I'm, a, I'm in the north suburbs, I mean, you know, like my heart is always in the city where I'm from. And so, like, put the guns down, man. Um, save a life. Um, and additionally, um, you know, wear your mask. COVID's still going on, whether we believe it or not. And folks are, you know, uh, going through things. And so I've um, this week, Chris, had um, two people that I've known, just not here, but overseas that have transitioned from COVID. And so at least that's what they're saying. And so... Um, it's still very real. And, um, you know, if you Absolutely. are not vaccinated, you know, put on that mask, man, not just for you, but for everybody that's around you. And so, um, Absolutely. We thank you. We thank you all for uh, tuning in with us this weekend. Appreciate it. Much love. Chris, thank you for joining us, bro. Um, I'm pretty sure Jermaine maybe was having a, you know, occasionally this happens. So I'm able to kind of work around it. And so um, appreciate you joining us, man, chopping it up with us giving us that great baseball analysis and myself clarifying my Matthew Stafford stance with you. And so I, we appreciate you joining us here on the early morning <laughs> sports talk podcast. Goodbye, little man. It is a pleasure to meet you. you on camera and I look forward to meeting you in person as well. Bye-bye. All right, brother. Thank you all for tuning in with us this morning on the early morning sports talk podcast. You all have a great weekend. Peace. Later. Have a good one, brother.